ain't turning down nothing. I turn nothing into something, little baby. On the dead lows. Fuck a nigga talking about seeing him in person. Now niggas wanna talk it out. That's on the dead lows. What? Goody. It's your boy Donnie Ray, and I'm back in this bitch for Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter, episode 211. And it's just me again this time. Uh, we just dropped the after show, episode 103. We're going to record another Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter with me and Chris again this weekend. But trying to get all types of content. So it's just me. Already had this episode planned. So fuck it. Let's get into it. First topic of discussion. We've been starting off the past couple episodes with NBA free agency type shit. So fuck it. We not going to end the streak. <laughs> we going to jump right in again with free agency type shit. So Kawhi and Paul George, if you don't fucking know, they both um, signed to the Clippers. Uh, well, Paul George got traded to the Clippers and Kawhi signed to the Clippers. So um, Paul George, he has three years left on his contract, two years signed and a player option. And Kawhi signed a three-year, like $103 million for uh, three years, two years guaranteed with a third-year player option. So basically, that's like um, if you got if they don't win a fucking championship in two years, Kawhi has the freedom to go wherever he wants to go. And um, people are saying that the Clippers are now the surefire shot to win. Uh they're definitely in Vegas. They're definitely the eye. Uh, the eye makers got them number one to win the fucking uh, championship. And it's just like, who else do they have outside of fucking Kawhi Leonard and Paul George? Who else do they have? Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell. But who else? So, I mean, they definitely still have time to sign some people, maybe make some moves. But it's just like, how are they number one? Like, who else do they have? When the fucking Lakers have fucking LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, fucking Kyle Kuzma. They just uh, signed. Who the fuck else did they sign? They signed a bunch of other people. Um, So it's like, how the fuck are the Clippers number one to win? And I mean... I don't know. I feel like the whole NBA, I feel like it's more wide open than it has been in the, any of the past few years. Like every of the past few, every couple, fuck, <laughs> every few years, past few years, it's been the fucking Warriors every time. And like, I guess the Cavs when he was, when LeBron was on there. But like I said, past few years, every time. It's been like everybody knows the fucking Warriors gonna make it to the finals. The Denver gonna win, and like I said, they hadn't won. They won two of the last three. So I mean, obviously they could lose. Could lose. They lost to the fucking Cavs, but it was still like a guarantee they were gonna make it. So it was like who else is gonna make it out the East? Obviously, it's like because we already know who's gonna make it out the West. But I feel like now with all these moves that have been made. The whole league is wide open. The West is wide open. The East is wide open. It's going to be very interesting. So, um, there's also this whole thing had brought up tampering. And Adam Silver is saying that uh, they need to figure out a way to get this under control. But uh, apparently, Kawhi 
met with Paul George and uh, they orchestrated this whole thing of Paul George being traded and Kawhi signing. They orchestrated that whole thing. And that's considered tampering because the Clippers, you know what I'm saying? The Clippers um, benefited from these guys meeting behind the scenes and all this shit. And OKC, I mean, they obviously got some shit in return, but they basically lost. You know what I'm saying? The Raptors lost. So that's why it's considered tampering. So this brings up the point or the topic. How can you, you know what I'm saying? How can you police this? How can you keep teams from tampering, players from tampering? And there really is no way, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm actually surprised that this news came out because everything Kawhi's camp had been kept so hush-hush, low-key. It's surprising to me that it came out that he had met with Paul George and they orchestrated this whole thing. You would think that they would have been like, let's keep this under wraps because we don't want everybody to know that we were tampering. Or maybe they just don't give a fuck. Maybe they didn't know it was tampering. So that's another thing. Uh, I heard somebody say they was like they need to have a summit and have a discussion with all the uh, owners and players and um, uh, agents and shit and discuss what the tampering, it, tampering is and uh, what they can and can't do and stuff. So, I mean, that might, that's an interesting idea. That might work. I don't really know. But I don't know. The whole tampering thing, that kind of leads into my next point of, so, the next topic. So, the Raptors, they're left high and dry right now. And like I said, the Clippers, they got Kawhi and Paul George. And so now the Raptors, like I said, they're in a rebuild mode and the Clippers are in a reload mode. So the question is the big question (laughs) every I mean, that's going to be a new segment that we have. The big question. Last week it was (laughs) last week. It was uh, is it more likely to find a female that has uh, had 20 female partners I mean, no, it's 50, was it 50? I don't even remember exactly what the number was, but it was that one. So this week's big question is, would you rather rebuild a team or reload a team? And like I said, rebuild is rebuilding through draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Um, Signing people, type shit like that. And not, not really signing big names. I guess it could be big names, but rebuild, you know what I'm saying? Rebuild is like take a couple years, like we're building this, develop, you know what I'm saying? Rebuild. Or would you rather reload, which is like what the Clippers are doing, which what the Raptors just did when they uh, traded for Kawhi, like the Clippers just traded for Kawhi and Paul George, you know what I'm saying? Like the fucking um, Lakers trading, Pelicans trading, or would you rather reload? And like that was an interesting um, question, and it's just something I thought of because I'm like, that's interesting because rebuilding a team can take like it obviously takes time, but I feel like that's a little more 
rewarding to know that I put this whole team together. I built this team. I had the vision and I watched that shit all go out. Watch that shit all play out. But when you're reloading the team, I guess it's kind of the same way. I had a vision. I wanted to make these moves, but it's more of a boom, 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 quick type thing. Like Raptors, they have one season with Kawhi. Clippers potentially only have two with Kawhi and Paul George. So, you know, it's like it's a quick thing rather than a rebuild might take three, four years. So that's just a big question. Would you rather rebuild a team or would you rather reload a team? Hit me up on Twitter, black on black. Let me know. So next fucking topic, like I said, it's going to be a quick episode. going to blow through these topics. Jeffrey Epstein. So I guess this guy's some financer. He's like a millionaire. I see somewhere people said billionaire, but I've seen mostly people say millionaire, but he's like a, a financer, rich as fuck. And allegedly, not allegedly, he fucking, so in 2013, what is it? And yeah, in 2013, I think it was, he was convicted. Uh, no, it was in 20, 2011. Uh, he was uh, convicted uh, being a pedophile. And he was like, it was a plea deal, though. He had to spend like 90 days in jail. And no, it was 13 months in jail. And he had to register as a sex offender. And I guess this was in New York. So I guess over the past, ever since this happened in 2011, he never, so he ne- sex offenders are supposed to go like, I know some supposed to go weekly, some supposed to go monthly, but he's supposed to go register and verify his address and shit as a sexual offender. Since 2011, they say he never did this. So he's supposed to verify his address at least 34 times since then. Never did that. And uh, I guess the NYPD, they just let that shit slide. And so he just got arrested again for uh, child sex trafficking. And uh, one victim says she was recruited at 16. What the fuck? Bullshit. Yeah, says she was recruited at 16 and uh, forced to have sex with his attorney. And he preyed on girls that was 14. And I guess he's friends with fucking Trump. And he was friends with uh, Bill Clinton. Been seen with them, taking pictures with them. And it just brings up a whole bunch of questions into the character of Trump. And everything. And everybody knows fucking Trump's a fucking scumbag and shit anyway. But this just like definitely brings in more questions because it's like they're seen seen together, supposed to be good friends. People talking about uh Trump was already uh, you know what I'm saying, sexual sexual offenders, sexually assaulted women and stuff. So uh <laughs> fucking fried, man. So um <laughs> My bad, I just fucking look at the text. Motherfuckers is fried. So, anyway, so it's just like, he's a fucking sexual offender shit. And it just brings in the questions with him being friends with Trump. And it's just like, did he do, you know, everybody want to speculate shit now. Was Trump 
Uh, part of the sex trafficking was Trump benefiting from it, was getting women from him, blah, blah, blah. So it's just a fucking crazy whole thing. It's cra- uh, going to be interesting to see how the shit all plays out. Um, see what happens this time because he was basically just slapped on the wrist last time. So it's going to see if he spends uh, more time in jail, what happens with that and everything. So, um, Next fucking topic of discussion. I got this one from like Twitter. And just like. So, as you know, the U.S. women's soccer, they won the World Cup. And as a result of that, I've seen a lot of people tweeting and stuff like women's soccer is better than men's soccer. And women's uh, the women's national team would beat the men's national team. And I just want to just say, you sound foolish. Like, um, I'm I'm not gonna say there's not any sport that women would beat men, but there's not very many sports that women would beat men in. And I'm sorry, soccer's not one of them. Yeah, the women's the women may be better in their league nationally, better than all the other women. But that doesn't make them better than the men. And also, I had I had this uh, discussion with my nigga Chris. I feel like women's soccer is so good. And it's not like a bad thing. But it's just an observation or an opinion I have. That women's soccer is so good. Because what else do they have? And you might want to make that sound bad, but like, honestly, what else do they have? Like, women in WNBA don't make that much. Women, if they're playing basketball, they like make more money overseas. Women's soccer, they make more money than probably women in the WNBA. I didn't look that up, but I bet they do. Because like, what else do they have? Like, that's what women, like athletic women... And they play, want to play sports and shit. Like, that's what they, besides track, I guess. I feel like, I don't, but I still don't know how much they make in track. But I feel like athletic women, like, that's one of the sports that they are, like, encouraged to play. You know what I'm saying? Because they can make the most. That's what they can, that's where they can um, grow the most at. That's where they can blow up. That's where they can get the most attention at. It's soccer. Because like I said, what else is there? The WNBA is not that big. I feel like women's soccer is bigger than the WNBA. So what else do they have? My nigga Chris was saying, um, he was saying uh, tennis. So yeah, kind of tennis. But I'm just talking about like in the U.S., tennis isn't really that big in the U.S. Like, yeah, there's some good American tennis players, but it's like not that big of a sport in the U.S. Let's just be honest. He said volleyball, it's not big that big of a sport in the US. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like fucking soccer is where it's at. So that's just why I feel like that's why women's soccer is better than men's soccer because the best athletes and women, they're encouraged. I mean, the best athletes who are women, the best women athletes, they're encouraged to play soccer rather than the best men. Men's athletes, they're encouraged to play football, basketball, baseball, you know what I'm saying, hockey. 
Like, soccer is not that important in the United States. Let's just keep it real for out of the men's sports. But it's more important for women's sports. So that's just how I feel about that. I I just wanted to address that. I don't feel like the win, women's soccer team would beat the men's soccer team. I just think it just looks like that because the women's soccer team, um, they perform better nationally than the men's soccer team, but I don't, that doesn't make them better. And I, that would be interesting to see them play. They would never do that, but that would be interesting. So next segment, white people Wednesday. <laughs> so this one, I don't really have um, too much, <laughs> but it was just fucking fried to me. And I just, so I'll just tell the story. So this is dude I work with. And uh, there's this other guy. He got like moved to this other division. So somebody asked him, did he miss him? And he was like, uh, fuck it. I'll just say his name. I feel like they're fucking listening to this. So <laughs> motherfucking, his name is Hendry. Somebody asked Hendry, do you miss Staley? They're like, Hendry, do you miss Staley? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I miss beating those cheeks or something. He's like, no, I don't miss Staley. <laughs> and I was just like, that shit was fucking hilarious to me because he said, I miss beating that nigga's cheeks. And he's like, no, I don't miss that nigga. And it's just like <laughs> white people Wednesday, man. I feel like white people are the only motherfuckers who would say some shit like that. Like, like black people, I guess they say gay shit to be funny sometimes. But I feel like it's more common for white people to say some gay shit to be funny. I don't feel like a black person be like, yeah, man, I miss beating his cheeks. No, I don't fucking miss that nigga I feel like <laughs> that's not something a white person would say so that was just fucking funny as fuck to me white people Wednesday I feel like it's more common for them to say some gay shit to be funny than it is for a black person so white people Wednesday man hit me up do you agree with that let me know of some situations where you had this happen to you so like I said we're gonna blow through this episode next fucking topic of discussion Obamacare and is it constitutional so I guess uh, Trump is having the, uh, what is it, the Affordable Care Act uh, taken to the Supreme Court again. And that just had me question, is Obamacare constitutional? So basically, Obamacare, it's forcing all citizens, taxpayers, to have health care or you have to pay a penalty when you file your taxes. So this was actually this was actually taken to the Supreme Court before and the Supreme Court uh ruled five to four that it was uh constitutional. And the reason they ruled for that and like I I, I looked it up obviously. I'm like to do my research, you know, on here Donnie Ray's no fucking filter. We like to have our facts straight when we come here. So I looked it up and it was originally deemed constitutional because I guess they said that it um, keeps the system uh, afloat because they said if people weren't forced to have health insurance, then younger, healthy people, they would only buy into the system when they needed it. So then people who are sick and actually use it, need it, 
their rates would be higher. So they said to even it out and for it to be fair and everything, they have to have where everybody's forced to have it or they paid a penalty. And they said the penalty is actually lower than paying for health insurance. So if you rather just not have health insurance, the penalty is actually cheaper than paying for health insurance, which I didn't know that. So like I said, it just, it still brings me to question. Is it constitutional that you're forcing me to have insurance? You know what I'm saying? You're forcing me to buy insurance or pay a penalty, which is fucked up. What if I just don't want it? Like you're forcing me to have it, which I get. You know what I'm saying? I get is making it fair for everybody, but it's still just fucked up that you're forcing somebody to buy something. And they said that it was constitutional, like I said, because it evens everything out. And they said it's no different than like any other tax, really. So they said it was constitutional because if you don't buy the health insurance, you're just paying a tax. So taxes are constitutional. So that was one way, you know what I'm saying? They deemed that it was constitutional, kind of like a loophole, got around it type shit. So that was just an inter- interesting thing to me. You know, hit me up. Let me know what you think. Is it constitutional? I guess technically it is, but it just seems fucked up to force people to have to get this health insurance. But I get how it it makes it fair, makes it worthwhile in the long run because then when you do need the insurance or when somebody does need the insurance and not, they're not paying through the fucking roof for it. So I guess, you know what I'm saying? I get it. Um, so next fucking topic of discussion. And this one was fucking funny. So I'm going to play this clip. So the NBA, they're fucking removing the term owner. Like, I don't know if they technically banned it, but like it's supposed to be not being said anymore. And Stephen A had a rant on this. I just want to play this shit real quick. I own it. I don't own you. Talk about his house. But I own it. Talk about his house. If you in his house. The idiocy in this politically correct world that we're living in. Where we got to literally have a discussion to the point where it becomes a media, a media storyline. Oh, my God. <laughs> And owner says he owns his team. That's offensive to people. Y'all, y'all smoking crack. <laughs> Something is wrong with you people. What the hell has this world come to? And I agree with that. Like, motherfuckers really getting mad that the owner of a team is saying that he owns the team. Because motherfuckers saying, oh, that's not appropriate that's kind of saying he owns the players no he's not saying he owns the players he's saying he owns the team he literally owns the team he's the owner of the team if you own a business you're the owner you know what i'm saying if on paper i'm the owner if i'm fucking financial financially liable for this you know what i'm saying this company i'm the owner i don't understand how People are trying to make that a bad thing. I guess I can see how you can try to make it a bad thing, but you're like reaching it. Like, that's not how people are saying it. That's not how they're meaning it. They're literally mean they own the team. They own the team. Like they profit from the team. They own this team. 
This team is theirs. They bought the team. They own the team. They're not saying they own you. They're not saying they own the players. And they want to correlate it to slave owners. No, that's not what they're just business owners. That's a business. The NBA is a business. The team, that's a business. They own that business. So that's just fucking fried. Like, like he's just saying, like the world is, what is the world coming to? Motherfuckers just overly sensitive and everything. Like, give it a rest. So, next topic of discussion. ASAP Rocky. He's apparently locked up in Sweden for a fucking fight that he got into. And I guess, like, so I, I think initially just the fight footage came out and it's like him like tossing some nigga. He like, like not like tossing him, but like, you know, like grab somebody by a shirt, by the shirt, and like toss him like that. And then he went over there and started beating his ass and some of his other niggas came up and started throwing punches too. They might have been stomping him out. I don't really remember. But I guess the video came out before that, that they were just like, they were being followed because they said he broke like his headphones or something. And they were following him and they were just trying to be peacemakers like, yo, y'all need to go on. We're not trying to hurt y'all. I need to go on. And then I guess eventually, you know, blood boil, everything climaxes situation. They started fighting. So Rocky's locked up in Sweden right now. And they're saying he's locked up in terrible conditions. You you know what I'm saying? Um, not being able to eat, people throwing shit. And it's just like everybody's complaining and everybody's saying outrage and everything. And I just want you guys to know it's like that in fucking jails and prisons here. Let's not forget that. Now, should he be locked up? I don't know. I mean, he probably shouldn't be locked up for this long. You know what I mean? He should have been able to bail out, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, this just uh, shows that niggas get too comfortable. Niggas get complacent. Bruh, you a black man over in a fucking foreign country. What the fuck are you doing fighting some fucking white boys? They might have been fucking... Maybe a different race, but they basically look like white boys. What the fuck is your black ass doing fighting some white boys over in Sweden? Come on now. Let's use our fucking brains. Like my dad used to always say, and I've never even been to no foreign country, but he used to always say, you don't go over no foreign country and do nothing illegal to get arrested or anything because they'll lock you up and put your ass under the jail. And that's exactly what they're doing with fucking ASAP Rocky right now. ASAP. <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing with ASAP Rocky right now. So that's what I'm saying. Niggas need to be smart. When you over in a foreign country, don't forget where you at. You're not in the United States. You in a foreign country. Don't forget that. Because these niggas will lock you up and forget about you. And don't think they won't. So, next topic is topic of discussion. A little pop right now, so forgive me if I'm stumbling over my words. <laughs> so, next topic of discussion, man. MLB juicing balls. So I was like, when I first heard this shit, I was like, it just sounded like some bullshit to me. Cause like, what the fuck is a juice ball? So I guess they're saying like balls could be made differently to make them bouncier and shit. So maybe there's like, they're saying they're allegedly some of them have corks on the inside. I mean, they're supposed to have corks on the inside, but some of them have rubber on the inside. 
They're saying uh, some of the seams, like just the way it's stitched together, can make it more aerodynamic, make it bouncier, all types of shit. And so I guess this, you know what I'm saying? These allegations have been happening since the uh, 1990s, early 2000s. And they've been having again in the uh, late 2010s and everything. So it recently came up, Justin Verlander, is saying the balls are a joke and that he 100% believes that the league has implemented juice balls to increase offense. And the MLB saying that they've had scientists study uh, the balls and they said that some of, yes, yeah, some of the balls have had less drag and they're trying to understand why, but they're saying it's not on purpose. The manu- manufacturing process is handmade. So, like, there's going to be variations of, of the balls. And, you know what I'm saying? I... I kind of I believe the MLB because for them to be that transparent about it and say, yeah, there's, um, you know, what I'm saying there's variations, but we're trying to figure it out. And I feel like they have scientists and everything like you said, they have scientists and everything looking into it. I don't feel like they're really, you know, what I'm saying I feel like they're telling the truth. I don't feel like they're juicing balls. I just feel like naturally, like just the balls are changing. You know, what I'm saying over time, people are changing like being able to hit more home runs. But at the same time. It's either people are hitting home runs or they're striking out. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that they're just hitting home runs or getting uh, doubles and singles and shit like that. No, they're hitting home runs or they're getting struck out. So, I mean, that's a different. That's how the game is just changing. Like, pitchers are benefiting from it. You're throwing more strikeouts. You're striking more people out. And the hitters are benefiting. They get more home runs. So, I mean, I don't really... I just feel like it's just naturally just the game is changing. I don't feel like the balls are being juiced. I just feel like just over time, things change. So, next segment. Haven't had one of these in a long time. But next segment is... That's racist. So, I was watching fucking Live PD. And... On Live PD, I seen this cop. It damn near might have been in fucking Lawrence, Indiana. But this cop, he was like, he's arresting this dude. But he was said, so, man, I, I caught you last week and I gave you a break on your warrant. And I was like, screw Nigga, that initially caught my ear. I said, hold on, what? Nigga, you gave him a break on a warrant. Nigga, I ain't never heard that ever happen. Nigga, and there's a white guy talking to a white guy. I'm like, hold on, man. So, because he white, nigga, you gave his ass a break on his warrant, nigga. You not giving no nigga no fucking break on no warrant, nigga. You gonna lock his black ass up, nigga. So, I was like, man, that's motherfucking racist, bro. He's like, I gave you a chance to go get it right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not I, I'm not 100% sure. But how the fuck can you make it right on a warrant besides turn yourself in? Nigga, you gonna go to jail. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get processed. So how the fuck else can you make it right on a warrant? He said, I gave you a chance to go make it right with the judge on the warrant. No, nigga, like, how can you go to a judge and make it right? No, like, as far as I know, is you fucking go turn yourself in. So I feel like even if you go to the courthouse on your court date, they're going to fucking lock your ass up because they had a warrant for your ass. So I don't feel like there's any way around a warrant besides getting locked up. So he's talking about, I gave you a break. Basically, you let that nigga go free with a warrant. I'm just not going to lock you up. I'm going to let somebody else lock you up. That's what it seemed like. That's what it sounded like to me. And you're not doing that to no nigga. And of course, like I said, it's a white dude on a white dude. So, man, that was fucking racist to me. Maybe I'm tripping. Let me know. Hit me up. Black on black. So, 
the last fucking segment. Let's see how long this fucking episode is. Hell yeah, blowing through this episode. Only 30 minutes. So the last fucking segment is movie suggestion. And I don't really have a movie suggestion. Actually, I do have a movie suggestion. So I got two suggestions. I got a movie suggestion and a show suggestion. So the movie suggestion is one I just watched. And it's called Watch This If You Dare. And it's like a little fucked up movie, little weird movie, just like four different stories in one movie. And it's not like they're combined or anything, but it's like four separate stories, one after another. And they're just like fucked up situations. And I fucking like fucked up shit. So it's weird. I, it's supposed to be like a scary movie. Uh, I fucked with it. So I suggest watch that movie if you like weird fucked up shit. So that movie, watch this if you dare. So it's supposed to be like one of the best scary movies of like 2018. So the show I suggest is called Pure. And I might have said this before. I think I probably have actually. But I just want to say like I finished the first season. I think the second season just finished. So I'm going to start watching that. But I highly suggest it. It's about some uh, Amish people. And they um, are end up. No, they're not Amish. They're like Mennonites. And they uh, end up getting sucked in, like, selling cocaine and shit. It's just real interesting. So, I suggest that show. I suggest you check that out. So, that's it for this episode 211. Fucking flew through this episode. Only 30, yep, only 33 minutes right now. So, like I said, gonna uh, we just dropped the fucking after show. That was where me and Chris, we uh, broke down... Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Libs, Bandana, and Revenge of the Dreamers 3. And we're going to drop another uh, Danny Race No Filter probably on like Monday or something. It's going to drop on the weekend. And just hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear, how we can do better. Black on Black, Tover Stetzel. Hit us up at Raw and Rational. Make sure you go and uh, cop some Nueva gear. WildNueva.com, I think that's the website. Follow my nigga T-Bird Nueva. Wild Nueva on Instagram. Follow my nigga um, Darius. Official Lamont. <laughs> he got music dropping. I got shit coming. But make sure if you fuck with this shit, man, just tell a friend. And send them the link, man. That's all we ask. But like I said, this is Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. Episode 211. We out this bitch.